0: What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoy the discussion. It was John 13, I believe, 12 through 17, and uh, I'll read all of it. So it says, when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes, and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master nor his a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. 17. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So we have a situation where Jesus is getting ready to be betrayed. He's getting ready to be captured. And uh, he's being ready to basically go before the council. And following a series of questionings, he will be ultimately crucified. He's talking to his disciples at this moment, and he had washed their feet. Yeah, you know, i say it's going to be short because there's uh, really a couple things that stood out to me in these few verses. In the washing of the feet, one, the symbolism of the washing of his feet. Um, as you know, the Jewish custom is customary to wash your feet. Uh, I guess prior to entering a the person's house, um, they kept water, I believe to for doing this. I know there was a time where Jesus is getting his feet anointed when he visited uh, Simeon, the Pharisee. And it was a lady. She was cleaning his feet with her hair and anointing it with an oil. But customarily, you know, this is what they did, primarily because they wore sandals. Right? I mean, we wear shoes today, so when people are reenacting this, it's not really the same significance. You know, I mean, I ain't judging nobody's feet, but, you know, It could be maybe a bit gruesome in some cases, but in other cases, maybe not so much. But when you think about their time, uh, them walking around in the sandy areas and just having very, very dirty feet, this was a very humbling, very, very humbling task. Um, And what we're talking about uh, essentially is being effective in ministry, right? And when you look at this, what Jesus did, being their Lord, being their Lord, and then using his own cloak or uh, a wrap that he wore around him to actually clean their feet, right? And then putting it back on himself after,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, after he cleaned their feet. man, that's just interesting. But uh, but the mindset Jesus took on, right, being their Lord and then humbling himself and washing their feet. This was, this was like a... a like a daily or customary thing that they did but, but but him just taking on this mindset that i'm here to serve you i'm your lord but i'm here to serve you just that just that right just that mindset just that mentality that he was here to serve us and and i love it i love it because you can't get any lower than your physical body going low and cleaning somebody's feet. You can't get any lower than that, right? right? I mean, I guess they're any lower than they would be walking on you, and then you would be practically the ground. But in this case, he's cleaning their feet. And just, just pointing that out, right? Just really pointing that out, that he was cleaning their feet. Why? 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 To show them that I'm here to serve you secondly, because y'all are a part of me, right? So we get in that part later. But right now, just focusing on... I'm here to serve you. And then he turns around and says, what? All right, now you do this. You do this. I've set an example for you for, for you to do this, to do this to one another. Right. And then I know we want to take the, the, the washing of the feet. Right. But me, I like to extrapolate. It goes further than just washing of the feet because Jesus served him them all the days that he was there with them. He served them. He was doing and instructing them. Everything he did was for them. And not only them, it was for people that he encountered. He was always serving. He was always giving. He was always yielding. Right? He didn't come like to lord over anybody. He came over to came here and to basically be their servant to, to help them to get to a place where God was wanting them to be, which was with him. And then he in turn tells us to be that same thing, to serve one another like taking on this mindset that I am here to serve you right it just looks a little different right when you think about your ministry when you think that that man I'm here to serve you I'm here to to give you something that you need what do you need how can how can I be available for you right it's just a different mindset when it comes to ministry and being effective because because when you take your mind off of you you're able to to see things that people actually need it's like, what do you need? And it ain't like it ain't like you you're looking for it, right? You're not looking for it, meaning meaning. You're not going up to them and tapping them on their shoulder and asking them. No, you're just being available and paying attention to what they need. And then once you see what they need, then you have the if you have what you what if you have what they need, and you're able to give it to them. Then you just do not not to receive anything, not to gain anything, but merely for them to be helped. That's what servants do. Service are there to basically fulfill needs. This is what needs to be done. This is what's going to help you. Therefore, I have it. I am going to yield it. And this is the example Jesus is telling us to follow. Just imagine that, right? If everybody had that mindset. If I'm just here to serve you, not looking for a reward, not looking for a form of payment. I don't want to gain anything. I just want you to be helped. Merely that oh, by the way, Jesus is telling us this is what we are to do, being that we're following his example. Anybody got a comment or a question? No comments, no questions. Anybody have something they just want to say about anything? Yeah. Since, since we're making ourselves available for one another.
2: Yeah.
0: Go ahead, please.
2: Um, Just a couple things. One, thank you for sharing this because I was just thinking about the Bible said he did the week before we talked about not showing favoritism. Yes. And that's in this as well, because a lot of times, especially in the body of Christ, we get caught up in people's position or title. And I see like a lot of my friends are pastors, and I see how people just run to get them water and run to do all this stuff. if yes. That's the pastor. That's the pastor. Yes. And that's when we put men on pedestals, and that's how right. the pride of life gets in. When we forget that we're here to serve, so I think for me one of the most uh, memorable times, just serving in ministry, I was working with a women's ministry in Denver, and I was on assignment there for six months, and I was their lead facilitator, and the Lord led me to lead them through a foot washing service um, during one of my last months there, yeah. and the first lady used to come and sit on the front row every service, and, you know, give me feedback afterwards. So I planned the foot wash and had all the women lined up, and I planned to be the first one to, um, and the first lady got in line first. And then she shocked me and said, stand up. Now you kneel down. And she took the seat in front of me. And I was like, wow. She just lived this scripture. I was like, that's great you organized, but I'm still going to be washing your feet first. And I was awesome. like, Wow, that's awesome. And so I got to see this scripture really lived out and it was just so powerful and um humbling at the same time. That's good.
0: That's good. That's real good. I like that. And I like how you said you got to see it lived out and and that's really what we're here to discuss. Is the living out. Right? It's it's not like uh an event it's not a uh just an act of kindness no it's lived out all right this is what this is this is to be lived out and i'm gonna jump basically into what we may i don't know may or may not discuss next week but but jesus said by this will all men know that mm-hmm. you are my disciples because you love one another as I have loved you. And this is it's basically the same thing. I can't really separate the two because this is an act of love. Jesus is wanting us to carry out because love serves. Like it, it's it's a serving thing. It's not, and I know, I know it might discourage people. What are we talking about? we talking about being effective in ministry. What ministry? Well, well, our position as believers is to help people to see who our God, Right, right. We're here to help people see our God, right, so that they can do what, basically, that join our God, and and we follow we follow Christ in in that because His example ultimately was how we got to our God, right, and we follow Jesus to get to our God, right. And everybody has their own mindset of however, whatever, whatever. But we believe as believers. That's why I like to say I'm a believer because I believe that Christ is my way to God, right, and ultimately He is, right. Anyways, sorry I got off on that, but anyways, but Jesus is that's the example we're following is the example that He showed us, and that in that example, He was a servant to all men. He was a servant to all men, and 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 this is what this is what <laughs> real real cool too, even to His enemies, <laughs> He was a servant. Right? Yeah, yeah. He washed Judas's feet, and, and Judas was that. Judas was with Him, but but He was His enemy the whole while. He was with Him. But he constantly served Judas, he was a servant to all men like like I like that you pointed out that too. It was no favoritism that that was he didn't look at somebody and say, oh, "I can't serve you because you one of them people because you don't believe what I believe. No, he didn't say that he didn't say that 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 man you've been robbing me, I can't serve you No, he didn't say that. Judas had a need, and he fulfilled that need. Because it wasn't about him gaining anything. It was about him showing Judas something. Showing him what? Showing him love. Showing him who his father was. Because that's what God does. God is God over everybody, whether they're for him or not. He reigns on the just and the unjust. And he is telling us. And that's what separates us, right? That's why all men will know (laughs) that we're Christ's disciples, right? Because we're doing what he did. Because that's what he did right? It wasn't about, he didn't come with his hands out. Hey man, I ain't got my hand out. Only only reason my hand is out is because I want you to put your hand in it so you can follow me. That's it. That is it. No other reason, right? No other reason. So, so as ministers and you say, oh, well, I'm not a real minister. Well, a minister is just a servant when that form of it's just a servant and that's all I'm speaking of when I say effective ministry is effective service is, is taking on the mind of a servant because you're a servant. Not, not somebody here that, that just, this is not a job. This is a life. This is a life and a lifestyle that, we, that you walk in, right? And and in that, I'm just sharing with you to take on the mindset of the servant. Because then you become more effective. You become more effective. People see your love. And and that's really, that's, when I tell you that is it, that's it. I could keep going around that circle. I could keep giving examples of who. It was it was no respect of person who he served. No, no. Enemy, friend. For me, against me, I'm serving. I'm dying for you. <laughs> yes, I'm getting up. I'm going away. I'm preparing a place for you. Stipulation, just follow me. That's it. That's the stipulation. Follow me. Do as I have done. What did he say? Blessed are you if you do them. That was 17. It's one thing to know it, but blessed, blessed if you do them. What? Oh, okay. We got to start doing it That's it I got to start taking on this mindset That Christ said I'm going to be a servant To all me, Wherever I am Wherever I go I'm going to be a servant I'm going to be available For people To fulfill the needs That people need And that could be anything You know what I mean when you think about You can think about Oh well you know Some lady needed me To help her walk across the street Yeah that could be a need But then it could also be a need Where somebody's having a problem Internally And They just want to talk And then you're right there, and they just start talking to you. And you could either be like, hey, I don't have time. I got to go. Or you could just sit there and listen to them. You could sit there and listen to them. Or you may have some advice for somebody. Or you may see a little kid, and they need a mentor, and you mentor them. It could be any. Helping and serving comes in all types of forms. It's what form is needed at that time. And are you able to fulfill that need? Because that's the big one, right? being able to fulfill it, right? And and, and and what I mean by that, being able to, because God can enable you to do whatever he needs you to do. But do you have that mindset that is going to yield to God to enable you? Are you going to be one of those enabled person people? I'm, I'm enabled. I'm enabled to do whatever God needs me to do. That's being able to fulfill their need, right? That mindset, I am enabled I am enabled by God. I am taking on the mindset to be enabled by God. God, use me for whatever you want to use me for. May, we may not be at that point yet. We may be at the point of just trying to follow, meaning making the decision to follow. I don't know whether or not I want to follow you. When you start talking about this service, I don't know. I don't, let me think about it. I just want to tell you I believe in you. I know. I'm sorry. I get off. I get silly, too. I get silly. But 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 anyway, the second part of this, um, if I just want to go and dissect this a little bit more, since you guys read the scripture, <clears throat> um, so what was happening as I discussed before was that Jesus was getting ready to be betrayed, and um, and so prior to him washing their feet, he was getting stooping down to wash their feet. And Peter was like, "Man, Lord, what you doing?" And he explained to him, hey, you know, I'm about to wash your feet. He's like, well, you know, I don't, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, I want to wash my feet. And he's like, well, I have to wash your feet. And I'm paraphrasing. Uh, and then Simon was like, well, if you don't wash my feet, then, you know, basically wash my head and, and, and all of me. And Jesus was discussing with him, well, you know, um, every part of you is not clean, is what he's. did. And I'm paraphrasing. He's basically telling them that you're not all clean. And, and he, that was symbolic for basically Judas being a part of the group. But he said this to them. He said, "But if I don't wash your feet, Peter, you're not a part of me. You're not with me, right? Being symbolic, like this is an inclusion thing. Like I'm, I'm basically, I'm basically saying you, you're, you're my family. I'm basically saying you are under my, my fold, my my, 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 my shepherding. I'm basically telling you this. This is basically symbolizing that yet that I'm shepherding you. Let me shepherd you, which is also interesting that he was shepherding his enemy." <laughs> That's interesting, I know I know but but the inclusion part this is this is a form of inclusion I'm including you what right <laughs> you're included too, yeah, it goes and keeps going back well michelle too to to no favoritism, you belong, you're a part of this you are a part of what I'm doing, regardless regardless of your stance you're st- i'm still making you a part of what I'm doing it's your choice to 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 continue in it, but I'm making you a part of what I'm doing. I'm making you a part of what I'm doing, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's essentially that's that's all I have to share. Of course, I could I could just talk, but you know, I wanna um, I wanna yield to anybody else that may I don't know may be confused or just may have something they want to talk about because you know that's what we do on here. We just talk, and uh, so I'm to yield to the floor. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Anybody have a comment? question.
3: Hey, Corey, I have a question.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Um, I I wonder if you could like kind of dig a little bit more into what blessing means. Mm-hmm. Make our own idea of what blessing really means. Right. I don't know
0: you- right. So in this case, in verse 17, he said, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. And so In this form of blessing, uh, I know we like to think about getting something, (laughs) Uh, but really in this form of blessing, all you were getting was being a part of the movement of Christ. You you basically, being a part of that movement, that was the blessing. You got to take part in what Christ was doing. Um, But ultimately, when you think of a blessing, the blessing is, I'm with the Father. Many people may not look at that as being blessed, but that's what it is. I'm with the Father. Right? It's it's another case when Peter talked about, and I love the scripture over First Peter, and uh, I think it's First Peter 4, but I can't remember exactly the verse, but he says, uh, if you suffer for my name's sake, blessed, you're blessed. And he was saying you're happy. It's like, well, <laughs> I'm not happy if I'm suffering but, but you're included. <laughs> if you're suffering for my name, it's like that means you're included. That means you're a part of the movement of God. That means you are a part of the fold. That means you're my child. That means you're going to be with me. You're going to be with me.
2: Along.
0: Right? <laughs> after this life, you're with me. You may not look good in, in the earth here, but, but after this life, you're with me. And, and a lot of people think of being blessed is you're getting a lot of stuff. I mean, let's just go ahead and call it what it is Meaning you get a lot of material things Oh I'm blessed oh, Okay so there are a lot of people that do not believe in God Or Christ That, are, that have a lot of things Now would you say they were blessed you, 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 Some people would right Some people would say they were blessed And then the person that has Christ and is broke Some people would look at them and say oh they're not blessed Oh they're not blessed Why?" And then there were somebody that's sick Oh they're not blessed But see that That form of, uh, what would you call that, With that form of, if you want to call it a blessing, is so short term. I was listening to this one guy, uh, my brother McGay, brother Gay. he pretty put me on to this guy and he said, you know, you're going to live your life and it doesn't matter how many days you live on this side of the earth, you're going to be dead a whole lot longer than you lived. He said... <laughs> George, I know right he said George Washington <laughs> died over 100 years ago because at the time I don't know how long it had been when he spoke that message but he said George Washington died over 100 years ago guys well over 100 years ago now I don't know how long George Washington had lived on the earth but he had today he's been dead a whole lot longer than he lived so 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 when you look at that small amount of time that if you want to call his if he was materialistically full or filled and I think he was rich but if you want to look at him being rich and being a rich president um, in the days that he lived, it was only a minute amount of time. Now, wherever he is, I have no idea. It doesn't matter at this point. But wherever he is, he's been in this place for a lot longer than he was when he was on Earth. So so, so it's a matter of perspective, right? right? If, if you want to consider this life to be... Uh, Good will and good fortune and you want to call that a blessing, but then you don't have God, then that's your choice. But what Jesus is referring to is you have God and you are a part of his fold and you are a part of his group. No matter what happens to you physically, you're a part of him. You're a part of the movement of Christ. You're a part of the family of Christ. You are are ultimately going to inherit the new earth. Right, and 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 that's that's the earth where only people that 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 walked and believed and followed Christ on earth are are going to be. That that is the blessed he's talking about. That's the blessed Jesus is referring to. I know that was a roundabout way to answer that question, but hopefully I cleared that up for you. Though I was if not, no, you that's know,
3: exactly okay, because I think it's just we get so small-minded about who Christ is sometimes. And I think that we struggle sometimes with the idea of thinking that when we follow Christ, that means success, that means, yes. you know, riches. It means that favor in, in the things of the world, that you're going to get promoted, you're going to get the job you wanted, you're going to be healed, your parents or your family members are not going to die, or, you know, they're going to be healed from diseases and all this stuff. And and, and, and then that can lead to a spiritual dead Sometimes because we we have the wrong expectations or the wrong idea of what what the blessing is of right. following following Christ and and so what you said is is perfect. I, I it was just confirmation to to understand it and see it that way. You know to to realize that the blessing is is just being part of something that is bigger than us. Yes. And 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 to you know for us to be Mindful, I guess, that our mind is so small we cannot even really <laughs> comprehend or, or understand what that means. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, we're so small, our mind is just so small compared to God's, and sometimes we don't really get to see, or we will never really get to see in our lifetime, uh, God's mind and, and what He plans and what He's looking at, at uh, when, when everything's happening in the world. And, and we sometimes see things happening and we, we just. I mean, get confused, but it's because we're seeing at a small uh, portion of time. Yes. And like you said, and and it's it's just uh, in reality that all that all that time, or even our lifetime, is just insignificant to what the meaning of creation and the universe really is. So, that was awesome, man.
0: Yeah, man. That's good. Thanks, O'Gre. That's
1: good. Anybody else? Well, uh, awesome! Everything I've heard so far. You yes, know, sir. Go yeah, ahead, man, man. Was talking talking about uh, being blessed. <laughs> catch, catch this one. <laughs> Jesus says that He will bless you with persecution. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know. Catch this. Not everybody <laughs> wants to sign up for persecution. You know. Sure. Yes, but uh, but but He said He would bless us with persecution. Blessed are those that are persecuted, persecuted for, for righteousness' sake. You know, right, so so you know that that's not always, you know, on the forefront of you know somebody coming in, you know what have you looking like? Oh, I got to get this money, this prosperity in the sense of the world, you know yeah. what have you? So so but the young man was you know he he was right on point. Um, this is why I worship Jesus. Yes. No other god, no other deity. Whether you know, all the rest of them would be man-made, right? Of you know, in the sense, everybody you had to look up to them in the sense of, you know, they were up there, not down here. They're better than me. Therefore, have you for a deity to come down? Yeah, that made everything. And I don't know if any of you guys have ever washed anybody's feet or not. But, you know, it's the most humbling thing you can ever do. You know, I've seen people bathe homeless people and, you know, different things like that or what have you. So if you've never experienced it's one of the most humbling experiences for somebody to wash wash your feet, you know. And some of us would feel like Peter did, like, no, 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 you're not washing these corn, you're not washing me. <laughs> And, and like I had to explain to my son, um, I said they didn't have no Jays back then, no Air Force Ones. You know, they they didn't walk around in them nice, you know, them nice Nikes. They had on sandals. Yeah. Their feet was plumb d dirty, you know. And for the for the Lord to 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 do that, I mean, who wouldn't want to worship a God that would step down and humble himself to say, you know what, I'm gonna wash. I'm gonna wash your feet. Yeah. Come on, man, you can't make that up. Yeah. Who who does that?
2: You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. What
1: was that uh uh what's that rapper Cannon? He he had a line he said, uh, what you know about the story about the hero dying for the villain. Yes. You know? Good. The hero dies for the villain. Yes. Like yes. Nobody does that. Nobody who does that. Who does that? And so uh so yeah, man, just the fact that Jesus would Do something like that, humble itself, man. Hey, bro, what what else more do you want? Who wouldn't want to serve a God like that? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's love. That's love. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's love, man. I don't know what else, what else to say. I mean, no, no, who else? Who does it? Nobody does it. Yeah, (laughs) man.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, that's love, man.
2: Good. Make me want on to
1: sing. That's one. love. Right. Hey, Amen. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> right, that's, that's right, man. Yeah, yeah, man. That's, that, like I said, that's why I worship Christ. You right. know, and if anybody got a problem with that on that end, I was like, look, you you probably wouldn't wash your neighbor's feet. Right. But the mm-hmm. God that created everything and made everything decided to wash my bunions in a sense. Yeah. Come on, man. Hey, come that's what I That's love. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. I'm out. Beautiful. (laughs) Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more Godly Discussions. Thank you.